Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very, very senior and accomplished professional from Austin, Texas, USA, Mr. Matthew Cook. Matthew, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Ash. Pleasure to be here. Thank you. Uh, Mr. Cook is an executive coach and facilitator at Evolution. He's the founder of Body-Based Breakthrough, and he's a trauma certified with uh, organic intelligence for nervous system integration. Matthew, you seem to have done some amazing work. And before we get into discussions about Body-Based Breakthrough and coaching, tell me your own journey in brief. Mm. Yeah, I think probably the best place to start is is probably a story. I, I started in my early 20s, Ash, as I think a lot of uh, young, excited mm-hmm. uh, folks jumping into the workforce. I worked for a startup where we were building the Netflix mm-hmm. for optimal living was kind of the idea. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was let's 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 educate the world in self self-development, personal mm-hmm. development. Mm-hmm. Um, but the irony was uh, we were told to meditate. We were told to do yoga, all of these things. And we uh, worked 70 plus hour work weeks, as everyone does in mm-hmm. tech. We had the, the, the TGIM. Thank God it's Monday mm-hmm. um, so we can keep working. Uh, we were, you know, I mean, even like Adderall was quite which for those who don't know, it's just a stimulant that that keeps people um, awake and focused, which Mm -hmm. is obviously not a very natural way of of getting into a flow state by any means. Uh, And and it was just a culture of hustle and grind. And and that was in the early 2000s where that was very in vogue to do that. Mm -hmm. And uh, and I burnt out, Ash, at 24 years old. My adrenals just completely gave out. I mean, I remember uh, one morning waking up and turning over just to try to get my phone and I, I couldn't even fully turn over. Now, mind you, I was very young. Like burnout usually doesn't occur. And most of my mm. clients that I work with mm. um, are in their late 30s, early 40s is usually when those signs really start to show up. But my body decided at my early 20s that it was time to mm. give me that that lesson. Mm. And uh, I remember at the time, my girlfriend, who eventually became my wife, um, she she wasn't even sorry for me. She was more angry. Mm. And she said, and she, she actually got out of bed and she just started yelling at me and said, I am so sick of you being sick. Mm-hmm. She said, when you're home, you're sick. And when you're at work, you're working. And so I never really get you. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she stormed out. And I remember thinking, um, is she ever going to come back? I remember seeing the door slam and immediately grabbing for my phone to try to, um, you know, look at my bank accounts. I needed to do an I'm sorry dinner, obviously, and I needed to get her jewelry and flowers Mm -hmm. and all these things. But as a result of having done that so many times, uh, I, I didn't have any money in my accounts. Mm -hmm. I like, so that for me was rock bottom, Mm -hmm. um, that like, I wasn't really performing at the level that I needed to at work. I wasn't performing in my relationship in the way that I needed to. Mm -hmm. Um, and obviously financially I wasn't doing well either because I was trying to cover up for everything else that was happening. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, as a result, that was the moment that I decided I needed to banish burnout in the workplace Mm -hmm. forever. Like that, that is my work in this world. Um, Ash. So I don't know if that gives a little bit of a... It's it's an amazing story. And thank you for sharing such an intimate part of your life with me uh, on my Mm -hmm. show. Thank you. So let's now move to uh, Body-Based Breakthrough. Uh, You're the founder of this uh, venture. 
Tell me a little bit about mm -hmm. it. Yeah, it's a system. It's a technology that I've been teaching to my clients now for close to a decade. Actually, I think just over a decade now. Uh, I've been doing this one-on-one -on -one with my clients and eventually started getting to share it with, with um, I've been very blessed. I've gotten to share with folks at uh, SpaceX and uh, couple Snapchat, Google, a couple different people um, and, and organizations around the globe. And I've been very blessed in that. Because it's a really special technology where we're essentially using the mind and the nervous system's ability to integrate information. Mm -hmm. So we have sort of two different modes of attention, which is directed attention, which is mm -hmm. kind of obvious, right? We spend most of our days directing our and trying to really focus our attention. Mm -hmm. And we have this other kind of attention that's called undirected attention, mm -hmm. which we all experience this, Ash, when we're in the shower or when we're on a nice walk in nature, mm -hmm. suddenly uh, inspiration strikes, yep. right? We get these moments of insight. Mm -hmm. And so that was, I noticed that I was having that when I was on the yoga mat. So uh, as a result of burning out, I actually, I've spent well over six figures um, in mentorship training, um, different, you know, different trainings across the years to figure out what was going on with my body and my mind and why they weren't working. And one of them was yoga. So I've been teaching yoga now for over a decade as well. And that was noticing on the yoga mat, I got really good ideas. Like I would say my best ideas. And I remember at the time teachers saying things and you may have heard this too, Ash, where they say, just let your thoughts pass like clouds, you know, and, and just, which I think is beautiful in some ways, but a lot of times I would go, wait, but these are my best thoughts. Like mm -hmm. why am I letting these go? <laughs> and so I created a very simple um, journaling system. We have a book for it as well, but a really simple journaling system around how to capture these thoughts and actually move them forward in my life. And so that's why it's been a really valuable tool for organizations. Um, mm -hmm. And I use it inside of my coaching mm -hmm. because it's kind of a way for us to create spaciousness mm -hmm. for a moment especially when i feel like i'm up against something in my life mm. does that make sense yep. so like on a conscious level i kind of keep hitting my head against the wall mm. so let's take a few moments to sort of step back step away from the problem take a few deep breaths even do a little bit of simple movement and that's why we call it body-based breakthrough i'm getting a breakthrough mm. through my body um, and so just some simple movement and then suddenly boom the idea comes. Uh, there's this really cool story, that, and I'll make it really brief. Mm -hmm. Thomas Edison, mm -hmm. uh, the inventor of the light bulb, you know, yeah. um, obviously that's a little contested. Some people say Nikola Tesla, but mm -hmm. the idea being uh, Edison had over a thousand patents. Correct. And um, one of the ways he would get his ideas is he would hold two metal ball bearings in mm -hmm. his hand. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard this story, Ash? Mm -hmm. No. This is so cool. He would hold mm -hmm. two metal ball bearings. And he would write down in his journal in front of him, he would write down a problem that he was working on or a mm -hmm. challenge. Like, mm -hmm. like, how does the filament work in the light bulb? I just can't figure it out on a conscious level. Mm -hmm. He would start to sit back in his chair. He would close his eyes and he would let that sort of problem circulate through his mind while he drifted off to sleep. Mm -hmm. And so he would take these cat naps throughout the middle of the day. We call them polyphasic sleep, which just means poly many phasic, mm -hmm. many phases. Mm -hmm. He would sleep throughout the day, taking these short naps. We all know there's a point in sleep where our muscles start to go limp. And so his hand would slowly open up. The ball bearings would roll out of his hand at about 15 minutes or so. They'd crash to the floor and he would wake up with the creative solution to his problem. Wow. <laughs> Pretty fun, right? What an yeah. amazing story. What an amazing and so, story. And so that's it. That's, that's really amazing the magic story. behind it. Yeah. That's body-based breakthrough. 
Amazing. <laughs> Fabulous. So let's talk a little bit now about coaching. You know, uh, yeah. you work exclusively with tech leaders to transform their confidence, energy, mm-hmm. and time to get more done uh, without burning yeah. out. And now I understand the burning out part. Right. But help right. me understand the other components that you'd put together uh, when you work with yeah. coaching. Yeah. Yeah, that's such a good question. I think so. So part of it is the nervous system work that I do. So a lot of it is we're really trying to organize somebody um, in the direction of growth that's most meaningful to them. So I I find that with a lot of my clients, um, they they sometimes when they come to to me, um, sometimes it's in a career transition Mm -hmm. um, where we just find that they're not either either they are burning out um, or there's just a level of dissatisfaction mm-hmm. um, with the work that they're doing, or even the impact that they're able to make. Obviously, uh, you know, they're working with a lot of millennials. And I know for the millennial generation, that's very much so a big thing is to make sure I'm making an impact in the world. And, um, and then I'm finding meaningful work. Uh, and I think even very much so even more so for, for Gen Z, the, the generation coming up as well. Yeah. Um, and tech is, is, historically been a a young person's game. And so I've been very blessed that I've gotten to work with people and helping them align more and more um, towards, yeah, what's meaningful for them. And so really it's eliciting inside of them some more of their confidence and bringing it forth. So I like to think of myself as a thought partner Mm -hmm. um, for somebody uh, and really reflecting back to them, the pieces of them um, that are, organizing towards um th- yeah their greatest joys their their greatest pleasures so uh i don't actually spend a lot of time in my coaching going deep into their childhood traumas and yeah, things like yeah. that and you know and that's that's fun yeah, that's valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess you're you're more a business coach and i think that is very yeah. very important today yeah. but you know as i mm-hmm. i've been listening to your own story and when i was reading about you I was wondering, how has your own background um, supported Mm. your coaching philosophy, your own style and your values? Yeah, that's such a wonderful question. Yeah, I mean, I think, as we said earlier, Ash, I think it's because I burnt out. I burnt out so young myself. and, And I was just, I felt like I was in my own personal hell and I needed to figure out a way out of that needed to understand what was going on in my body, what was going on in my my mind and why the two weren't communicating. Yeah. I felt like there was this real disconnect because I know people talk about the mind-body connection all the time, but I actually talk about it. We refer to it in our book, the, in the Body Bis Breakthrough Journal. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, the mind-body relationship mm-hmm. and that there's actually a conversation happening all the time between my mind and my body and that ideally I'm not just using my, uh, my body to to shep my, you know, schlep my, my brain around, mm. but that it's actually, there's a, there's a true connection between the two of them and a true relationship. Mm. Um, so, so better understanding that relationship for me has been incredibly valuable. Mm. Um, and so I would say, I would say growing up, uh, I didn't have a, you know, I think a lot of us grow in ho- grow up in households where we may not be able to hear our own thinking very well or, or understand our emotional world. And, um, and so I think, getting to start to do that in my twenties and thirties has been really, really, and was really, really valuable in helping to shape who, who I coach and how I coach them. One of the models that we use, I'll say really quick at, Mm -hmm. uh, at evolution, uh, which is, which we're, we're sort of the premier uh, Silicon Valley uh, consulting firm. So Mm -hmm. I I don't, I don't think I got to say that necessarily, but we're doing coaching culture, leadership development, and uh, partnering with some of the 
startup high growth companies. And yeah. one of the things that we really focus on is we, we have a model that we teach called I, we, it. Mm-hmm. So working with the individual uh, is the I, right? So their belief systems, uh, how they manage their calendar, how do they manage themselves throughout mm-hmm. a work day, throughout mm-hmm. a work week, throughout a quarter. Uh, then we have the we, which is the culture. How do we communicate here implicitly or explicitly at this organization? And then there's the it, which is which is for some folks the most fun part, right? That's the systems, the procedures, the 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 actual product that we're putting out into the world. Mm. And so burnout can happen at any of those levels. Mm. And so I think for for me, I really enjoy the I and the we very much so, obviously, but systems uh, play a huge role as well. If we have really broken systems mm. that we have to always recreate the wheel, that becomes very draining for people. Mm. Um, but I, I'd say my two places where I really find the most fun is 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 in the we and talking about how are we dis, uh, working together as a culture mm. and then working with the individual as mm. well. So that, that shares a little bit. Great yeah, response. Thank you. That. And, you know, one of the other things that I have seen, and I'm much older, but there are always people who have influenced us or guided us in our lives. Yeah. I'd love to get your perspective on how have you been shaped by some of the people in your life and how are they influencing yeah. you as a coach today? Yeah, yeah. You know, what's so funny. I, I love this question, Ash. This is a phenomenal one. Because I guess I'm sort of a weirdo. Like I think I've I've really enjoyed uh, sort of this very like if you you know obviously Tony Robbins uh, when I first got started was great. Mm-hmm. He's a very masculine, very strong, intense energy, and it's very uh, you rah rah. Let's take massive action. And then I also was very drawn to Kundalini Yoga, mm. you know, and and some and some of these like yeah. slightly more feminine practices and in Yin Yoga and. Um, you know, and some of these movement modalities. So I was, I was sort of on two ends of the spectrum where I think I really enjoy a, a really strong masculine understanding of the world and then a very strong feminine. Mm. Uh, so a very balanced approach. So um, I really enjoy um, Bill Campbell. Uh, the, we just recently, there was a book that came out called Trillion Dollar Coach. Um, yeah, yeah uh, CEO at Intuit and coached a lot of leaders over the years. And then um, I also really love Moshe Feldenkrais, mm. who is a really famous movement teacher, yeah. uh, came out of Israel. Uh, mm. You're familiar with Moshe? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. So, so I, I'm, I'm kind of across the spectrum and like, I I'm really interested in business leaders and I'm really interested in movement and nervous system regulation work. So um, for me, it's where those two collide um, is, is really the nexus of what's interesting to me. Fascinating. Yeah. My next yeah. question is on culture. You know, first yeah. you live in a country which is multicultural. Then you work in a, in an industry, which is the tech, which is even more multicultural. Mm-hmm. So my question to you, Matthew, is how does culture impact coaching? Oh, man, so much. So I think I think I would say my favorite part about the coaching process, Ash, is is listening. Mm. Um, I know it's funny because ironically in this format, right, it's a lot of me talking, but I actually really enjoy listening and getting to know somebody's world. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would say my first couple sessions with a client, I'm pretty quiet because I actually really want to take in as much of your world as possible. Mm -hmm. I want to understand who you are and where you come from, Mm -hmm. because I can never really help take you in a direction if we don't know where you are. Mm -hmm. We didn't, we need to, we need to know where you are to know where you're going to go. Correct. And so, so I'm always 
trying to elicit that from somebody, especially, yeah, like you said, if they come from a different culture or a different way of living than I did, Mm -hmm. um, I always want to really know somebody and who they are. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, and then when it comes to organizationally, like we need to be very, very clear on who are the types of folks that we hire. Are we a high performing kind of team Mm -hmm. uh, that just kind of expects, you know, that we're even going to cut corners to make things happen? Or are we a team that's very slow and conservative with our decision-making and, and, you know, it needs to come to a consensus and I've worked in both organizations personally. Mm. And then I've obviously coached in both organization types of organizations personally as well. So mm. I'm just very uh, slow to make, uh, uh, yeah, to make decisions right away. I'm really, mm. I really want to listen first and mm. foremost, because culture plays such a big role. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I want to turn the mic around, Ash, because I want to hear all of these answers for you too. Because <laughs> obviously no, you're I, I will I will I will answer whatever questions you have when we conclude <laughs> our, our session. Because this yeah. whole show is all about you. Yeah. Uh, my next question to you is about the young leaders, you know, the millennials and the Gen Z leaders. Mm-hmm. And as you said very rightly, a lot of tech is uh, young leaders. Mm-hmm. Um and I have a lot of respect for the young leaders because they're bringing new perspectives into the corporate world, into the way they think, into even things like sustainability. But I'm, I'm from the boomers generation. And there's a very different kind of a perspective. And I'm not saying which was right or wrong. Sure. As a coach, what are the areas in your view, uh, millennials and Gen Z leaders need to get some inputs in? Hmm. Around sustainability or just? No, as, as, as just leaders. Oh, just as leaders. Hmm. That's a wonderful question. Yeah, I, I think across the board, I think, I think workplace culture, I think is, yeah, is definitely transforming. I think, mm-hmm. I think the 40 hour work week is, is really antiquated at this point. I think mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're realizing that especially with hybrid work and, and with the pandemic, I think we're recognizing a lot and we're doing a lot of work at evolution around um, at our firm around um, helping to shift the hybrid model. And in, in that um, people are getting, it's, it's interesting, Ash, people are performing higher than they've ever performed. Yeah. Uh, And, and yet management feels very insecure about the fact that we're not all in one building. And so a lot of times there's a, there's a lot of oversight that's happening right now. A lot of um, look peeping over people's shoulders to make sure that their mouses are moving enough. Mm. And it's like, it's this very, uh, so, so I think that there's a lot happening right now for, for the younger generations around uh, what is, what is proper workplace culture to, to Mm. perform at a high level, to feel um, creatively expressed as well. Mm. Hmm. Uh, and I think, yeah, like you said, sustainability, I think to make sure that, that the world is, is hopefully left, you know, for generations far beyond us. Hmm. Um, and obviously I think AI is very, very big and that's, yeah. that's going to be the next big thing. I was actually recently reading about this, that, you know, mobile and the cloud have been, uh, really big now for the last decade or so, but what's next and, and it really is AI. That's like mm-hmm. the closest thing that we have yeah. that we can really, obviously crypto kind of, you know, the crypto web three stuff is happening, mm-hmm. but I think very much so AI and, Absolutely. Um, and the metaverse and the metaverse. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's really, it's really powerful. We've been, uh, you know, and I, I'm very interested too in, in augmented reality as opposed to, I think the metaverse is fascinating, but we're my own personal, cause mm-hmm. I'm very 
rooted in the biology, right? Yeah. And what I've studied has been mm. in how the body works. So something that's interesting to me about the metaverse, and this is going to be very controversial, mm. is that I think in the metaverse, we kind of lose touch with reality, right? Mm. In, in a sense, because we are in a new reality. Mm. <laughs> but augmented reality is different. That's actually enhancing our ability to mm. be in the world. So some of the places, some of the ways that Snapchat is starting to work on yeah. uh, AR right now is very fascinating to me. So it's it's helping us engage with the world in a newer, uh, yeah, more enhanced way versus um, uh, even uh, Evan Spiegel, the CEO, said something similar uh, recently about... Um, uh, what Facebook is creating in some ways is almost like escapism, mm. uh, which is great too. And sometimes we need escapism. We need to sort of be out of our, our own lives for a mm. little bit. But I personally think it's really powerful, the idea of how do we engage with the world around us right. in a more impactful, powerful way. So that's my very two cents. Again, very controversial. No, no, very but... fascinating. <laughs> so time for two more yeah. questions. Uh, yeah. You did talk a little bit about your book. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about your book. Yeah. Yeah. So we wrote a journal um, and, it, and it has a, a book component in that there's about 75 pages of context mm -hmm. before you hop in. So obviously a body-based breakthrough is a, it's a practice, it's a methodology, it's a technology that someone can use on a daily basis. If you have get, it, uh, please show it to us. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Can I agree? It's literally a, a, a foot away. <laughs> uh -huh. Let me just grab it. Yep. So here is what it looks like. Oh, wonderful. Uh, okay. It's very, very simple. Very, mm -hmm. very intentionally. We made it very, very simple. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But but when you open it up, there's about 75 pages or so um, mm. of context okay. that really explains the methodology has, we got some fun pictures, yeah. um, that really just shares the value of doing this mm. over time and the really compounding effect that it has to do this practice. Mm. And then we have about 90 days worth of uh of journal pages for you wow. so that you can do this practice so and yeah. Hmm. yeah and and that's really it is is it's a landing pad for you to really have your best ideas so i can even tell people right now they don't even need to buy the journal if they don't want to um to, to understand this methodology and that we have a headline we have the thing that i'm working on just like thomas edison hmm. how does the filament work in the light bulb hmm. so it's usually a what or a how question yeah and then we have my desired experience hmm. uh and this doesn't have to be floofy this can actually be like what do how do i want to experience yep. this hmm. problem that i'm currently uh experiencing hmm. uh and then it's amazing because the brain is very gestalt in that it likes forming connections hmm. and so if i have a sense of what the problem is in a way and really in a sense the solution because my mm. desired experience yeah is you know is trust is confidence is power mm. is play whatever yeah. it may be mm. uh the brain starts to make some connections it's fascinating mm. Mm. and and then we start to have ideas and then where the rubber meets the road is then we get inspired actions mm. so we'll have one or two inspired actions and we encourage people there's something called the inspiration horizon mm -hmm. have you heard of this ash no i enjoy this no. if you haven't yeah so we have 48 hours to take action on inspiration okay Otherwise, that inspiration begins to wane, right? Okay. We've all experienced that. Mm. Like, I don't, don't, don't take my word for it, right? We've all experienced it, right? You Absolutely. have a great idea on <clears throat> Sunday, you don't take action, and it's like Wednesday, <laughs> you go, yeah, it was a good idea. I'll get around to it, mm. you know, and it kind of fades. But if you take action, you get the idea on Sunday, you take action Sunday night, Monday morning, all of a sudden, this ball of momentum just starts rolling down the hill and you start really taking off in that area. Mm. So I always encourage people to take this to form an initiative if you're part of an organization uh, or to put this into your calendar if you're an individual for the next 24, 48 hours. Like let's really, yeah. let's really make this thing a, 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 
a thing. Absolutely. <laughs> Fantastic. And my last yeah. question to you, Matthew, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. Yeah. Based on your own learnings, your own amazing journey, uh, what would you say are three lessons or three learnings you want our viewers and listeners to take away from your wow. own journey and from our conversation? Hmm. Consistency over intensity. Mm -hmm. That's the very first one. Consistency over intensity. I think that we all uh, are in a marathon of yeah. our work lives and we're mm -hmm. not in a sprint. So let's mm -hmm. stop acting like we're going to end work in a month or in a year. Mm -hmm. Let's pretend like we're going to work for the rest of our lives and, yeah. and build consistent routines and habits rather than yeah. trying to do it all in one hour on the weekend. Mm -hmm. um, consistency over intensity. Um, number two would probably be that there's there's a real pattern that we find towards healing for people, which is which is three steps. It's mm -hmm. awareness, mm -hmm. acceptance, inspired action. Mm -hmm. So awareness and acceptance, inspired action. And I think that we a lot of times miss that second step, uh, acceptance, yeah. acceptance of where I've been. Yeah. Uh, and acceptance of what I really what I really need and really mm -hmm. want in this next season yeah. or time in my life. So awareness, acceptance, inspired action. Oh, what's the third one? Not to worry. No, it's great. I'm, I'm going to think of something here. I think, mm -hmm. I think, I think it's probably um, just that we have, we have a lot of, uh, we have a lot of really smart people on this planet. And I mm -hmm. think it's just ensuring that you're doing work that um, you actually care about. Mm -hmm. Really interesting. I, I, I don't, I think that's just so important. Mm -hmm. I think because, um, it's important. So, so one of my biggest things I think with, with clients is I want to make sure that they're doing work um, where they feel like their nervous system can mm -hmm. be regulated. Mm -hmm. And if I'm, if I'm sort of manic and, and depressed and, and sad or whatever it is, I'm going to create work and produce products coming from that place. Mm -hmm. So especially if I'm in tech and everyone has their phone all the time and I'm creating apps or products that are perpetuating that into the culture that's mm. no good so mm. i want people that are grounded that are um enthused about the work that they're doing because well it's said. just going to then go out into the world well said yeah. and, and on that note and your three amazing lessons or words of wisdom which is con consistency over intensity we are in a marathon and not a sprint infant while dealing with people be aware accept and have inspired action and mm do work you care about. Thank you, Matthew, for speaking to me about your amazing journey. Thank you to start with sharing your own story. Thank you for the wonderful story about Edison and the ball, ball, ball bearings and mm -hmm. what made him think. Thank you for talking to me at such length about your thoughts on coaching. And finally, thank you for talking to me about your book. Thank you again and good luck to you. Thanks so much, Ash. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.